welcome to Friends at Film Camp, a podcast where two friends gather by the fire from our fun film perspectives. I'm Jenny. And I'm Luke. Today we're doing our first movie of Catherine Hahnman. <laughs> we randomly but very decisively decided we needed to have a month to celebrate the wonderful Catherine Hahn. Because we love her. Yes. Though, unfortunately, she's not in very many things as, like, Especially as a main character. She does a lot of side roles. And we wanted something where she was a more main character. Which landed us on Afternoon Delight. Which was kind of a weird movie. Afternoon Delight was released in 2013. Directed by non-binary director Joey Salonway. It stars Catherine Hahn, Juno Temple, Josh Renor, and of course Jane Lynch. Yeah. In a small but interesting role uh so the movie was not really a big box office anything it It was much more budget isn't it yeah i don't have a budget okay but it clearly was trying to uh be a oscar release strategy uh that just didn't work out what do you mean like the strategy of its release was going through festival circuits and then it got a small release. The hope was that it could eventually, most likely, get to the Oscars. Oh, really? But that doesn't happen. That happens all the time, though. Huh. Like, a lot of movies go that way. Well. So. Okay, first of all, this movie's advertising is really weird. And I haven't, I've never seen a preview or anything. So by advertising, I'm talking about, like... Posters. Yeah. The posters are like a 2008 rom-com. Yes. Which isn't the vibe of this movie at all. The posters make me think uh, it's about Catherine Hahn like trying to get with a man. Or it's Catherine Hahn going to be a stripper. Uh And it's like, that's what the posters suggest. I thought it was going to be like, they were going to have like a three-way relationship. But in like a rom-com type of way. You know what I mean? Yes. There was like lots of... The posters in the marketing all suggested that this was going to be much lighter than what it was. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that this was deep. That just means that they were... It's it's not a it's not a rom-com. That's not the vibe of the movie. It's more of like a... It's an Oscar-y film, which is the only way I can describe it. I don't think so, because it's like a lot lower budget. Anyway, I loved the first like half of this movie and i you loved it yeah wow and i hated the second half i you hated the whole thing i didn't like the first part i hated the middle two-thirds part there's a brief moment where katherine hun does something and i get it all Mm -hmm. and i still don't like it what do you mean so, Catherine Hahn at the start is, like, seeing her therapist and complaining about the sex. Yeah. It's fine. It's very generic. Mm-hmm. It is very generic. It's very generic, like, the horror of suburban life yeah. sort of thing. Yes. And then, as the movie goes on, eventually they go to a strip club. They get to see a stripper. Catherine Hahn... Gets, like, a weird infatuation with the stripper. Mm-hmm. Like, not a 
sexual one necessarily. Just no, like she a, definitely has a crush on her. I didn't really get that. I wanted to get that. Okay. I don't like. It's not that it's definitely not one, but it was more just whatever that girl had, yeah. like the energy she had. She needed more of it. Yeah. And so she kind of stalks her a little bit, and. Eventually, the girl moves in because she ends up being homeless, mm-hmm. and shenanigans ensue. And so, I loved the first half of this movie. So, up until the stripper moves in? No, the stripper moves in very early. When's the, when would you change? What changed your tune? Um, when Catherine Hahn goes to um. Oh. What's her name? Which. Name. The stripper girl. McKenna. McKenna. When she goes to McKenna's like um uh appointment to have sex with a guy. And then Catherine Hahn joins along because yeah. uh his one of his things is he likes someone to watch. So okay, up until that moment for me, I thought that this movie was doing something really interesting where Catherine Hahn gets this crush on this stripper, and she is kind of doing a rescuing the sex worker type thing, which is common, but they also uh, bring that up in the movie. So I thought that that was like kind of an interesting it's thing. It's going very blindside, but for <laughs> sex workers. I thought that was a very interesting thing where Catherine Hahn is kind of trying to save McKenna from sex work. But McKenna doesn't want to be saved from sex work. And well, she, it's not like she just doesn't even see it as a thing to be saved from. But she's the thing is, is like McKenna is extremely honest the whole time. Like she's never like it, it never comes across, at least to me, like she was taking advantage or like pretending to like go along with Catherine Hahn's thing. But she was like, I don't know. They kind of create like a weird friendship slash like. To to me, I had I got a lot of sexual tension. I just thought it was really interesting. Um, but then, uh, Catherine Hahn goes to a um, appointment with McKenna uh, to watch her have sex with a dude because uh, McKenna is like a she's a sex worker. Like she'll have, have sex with people. Yeah, she called herself something like a full-service sex worker. That's what it was. There was also a weird joke in the movie where no one knew what sex worker meant, and it's like, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Yes, but it's also important to realize that, like, the conversation around sex work has yeah. really, in mainstream discussion, has really changed yeah, over the past decade. Yeah, maybe it was decade. like a 2013 thing. Because, like... We didn't use that word in 2013? I don't know. Well, I think we would have just called it a prostitute. Yeah. But... Anyway, the conversation's much more nuanced and complex now. So McKenna, um, Catherine Hahn goes with McKenna and I, I don't know. I just really liked McKenna and I thought she was a really interesting character and I thought her weird friendship slash crush thing with Catherine Hahn was really interesting. But, um, the dude at this, um, thing he's so shitty because he Catherine Hahn shows up and she's obviously kind of nervous and he is so nice to her and he makes her feel comfortable and like unpressured he is like if you feel uncomfortable you can just come out here like 
don't worry. I know it's your first time doing anything like this, like whatever. And then when they actually get to the like scene where him and McKenna are having sex, he, from my perspective, pressure pressures Catherine Hahn into participating lightly, but participating, which is very different than just watching, um, which freaks her out. And because she got freaked out, this is where I really get mad. She goes from treating McKenna like a person to suddenly treating her like now she's just a whore. And she's, she's like, she's just like, and then they just all treat her like that, which causes her to relapse because she was, that made me so sad when she was buying the stuff. Um, she's been kind of working as like their nanny mm-hmm. and she got invited to help, uh, with the other moms, like look after some old girls while they were having a party. And she was so excited and she was buying like fake nails and candy and little princess things. She clearly was very excited about this idea. Not even like in a, oh, it's going to save me type way, like from the sex work, which I think the movie wanted to frame it as. Yeah. But it was more like when I watched that scene, I was just like, she just probably didn't get a lot of opportunities like this. Yeah. She said she was like, she said she was doing sex work for a while. Yeah. So she would probably um, never got like to have that girl night experience based on the framing. So she was like, yay, this looks like fun. Yeah. And at one point she mentions how she needs to like make rent for her mom. And so it's like, you get the impression she's not really had a very stable upbringing. So I'm, it's, she's having a lot of fun and she's just having a lot of fun being in this like stable family environment and and making these friends and that's like, a good word what the stable she likes the stability yeah of like consistent people and consistent people that she can build like a meaningful relationship and that's with. the thing is i think she feels really safe there and then katherine hahn shatters that with no respect to what she's doing. And she doesn't even tell her herself. Where they've been really close up to this point. And she gets her husband to do it. And then... Husband does a bad job telling he her. He does too. a really bad job as well. And so that lends McKenna to uh, relapsing. She was, like, completely sober. She chugs a bunch of vodka. And then she, like, goes to... The husband's having, like, a guy's night. And she goes in there and she starts acting really sexual. She ends up sleeping with one of the dudes. Very much, you can hear almost her internal dialogue, oh, you're going to treat me like a whore, that's what I'm going to be. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and I don't blame her for, like, the guy sleeping with her. That was just the yeah. guy being dumb. Like, that's not what it is. It's just her. She wanted it as well. She wanted to cause trouble because, yeah. as you said, they were like, oh, you want to treat me as a problem, I'll be a problem. And it's not like she... Um, like, it's not like she is devoid of all responsibility for that situation, but they take no responsibility for what they did to her. Like, after she does that, they treat her as a problem. Here's... Okay, they treat her as a problem. They kick her out of the house. And then, like, there's a final thing where, like, um, Catherine Hahn, like, sees her out on the street, and then she, like, doesn't talk to her, because she's like, oh, she looked really happy, like, you know. But it's like, I just think because of how it went down, this suburban rich couple t- 
took a sex worker into their life because they were bored and she was exciting. And then they used her and then they got rid of her. Yes. Whereas if they hadn't have been such assholes and were conscious of her feelings, then it would it could have just been a really cool friendship slash relationship for everyone involved. And then the end of the movie is framed as like a really positive thing that like they have fixed their marriage and they have their sex life back and all, and all of that. But it's kind of ignoring the fact that they used her to get there and they like never apologized or did anything. My problem with the movie and why I don't like it, which yeah. is very similar to what you have, yeah. is that they, tr- the movie in its own context tries to be like the McKenna's a character, yeah. but the movie only uses her as a prop. Yeah. And it really bothers me because there's an interesting character there, but they only use her uh, in relation to Catherine Hahn's character. And the problem is is that McKenna's too interesting for that. She's a really interesting character. They spend too much time developing her for her to be a prop. Even just when she talks, she's really interesting. Yes. Like, yeah. Which is the whole problem is that they spend all this time developing this character Mm -hmm. and then they try and not like they try and be like, no, she doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. Well no, you told you spent all this time saying they matter. Yeah. And then you said, no, wait, they don't. And it kind of feels a little extra worse. Uh, Not even a little. It just feels extra worse because it's an exploited group that she's in as a sex worker. Yeah. And she's very fine with sex work. Like, it's not a thing she's ashamed of or anything. They have a whole discussion where she's like, hey, I have to go to a guy's house. Yeah. And then Catherine Hahn's like, well, I guess you're not asking any permission. It's very clear she would keep doing this. Yeah. Regardless. Like, this is just what she does. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the thing that's, like, annoying, too, is it... Because that's the thing as well. It's, like, if that was the story, if it was a story about how the complicated nature of people wanting to save sex workers, you know? That's complex. That's something you could explore, you know? Because, like... Um, I'm very, like, pro-sex worker, but it is a hard job that people can be easily exploited in. So there's definitely very large bad sides to it. Um, so it, it's complex. So <laughs> if they had done the movie where they were like, okay, bored suburban mom decides to, she gets, like, infatuated with a sex worker, wants to save her. Cause for like something exciting to do, and then they end up being shitty to the sex worker, and it, we're talking about how I don't know this was a bad way to go about this. That maybe would have been something, but I don't think the movie, when they're being really shitty to McKenna, and they just like start treating her like she's nothing all of a sudden, and they kick her out and all of that. I don't think the movie realizes how shitty they were in that situation. Like the movie doesn't seem to know. Here's the thing, though, that made the movie, because when I was almost at the end, yeah. I was like, oh, this movie's like a one out of ten for me. Mm-hmm. And there was that one scene, and it's not even that particularly good of a scene, but it made the movie make a lot more sense. Yeah. And I get it much more. And it's when Catherine Hahn is drunk. Yeah. And she's like, just profound, like, professing her pain. Yeah. And I realized, oh, 
Catherine Hahn's making selfish, dumb decisions, not because she's a bad person, although she's doing bad things, but yeah. because their movie's telling us that, like, she's just in a lot of pain, mm -hmm. and she brought this girl into her life because there was that, like, weird energy yeah. that she liked. She didn't even really know what it was, but it was the first time she wasn't in pain, yeah, and she just wanted more of it. So she bought bringing this into my life will help. Yeah. And it wasn't because it's a person. Like it's a person, not a thing. Yeah. And so that's not how that works. But yeah. she, it was just Catherine Hahn being desperate. Yeah. And when I saw that, it did like it didn't get good, but at least that scene like made everything else click. Cause when I'm, whenever I saw her being an asshole after that, mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, she's just in a lot of pain yeah she's just really upset and she wants when she does something wrong she wants to blame someone else because mm -hmm. then she can get rid of more pain yeah and it's it's not a perfect excuse all but that's just what i got was Catherine hans just really suffering yeah like just an emotional there's nothing there's no thing wrong Catherine well, hans just that's struggling why, in general that's why i like the first half of the movie Ugh, see it's so frustrating i'm surprised it's like a one out of ten for you it's definitely better than that for me but it's not a one it's a four out of ten okay well i don't like giving it numbers but it's like around that there. it's yeah. it's like just below half yeah good. yeah yeah i agree i would have like anyway if the movie had kept gone where i wanted it to go Yes. Or where it seemed like it could have gone in the first bit, like, it would have been interesting. There's just a lot of other areas I felt like it would have been much better to go the than the scene, way they chose. Yeah, the scene where um, McKenna is, like, taking care of Catherine Hahn because she's sick, and she's, like, making her relax, and she's, like, putting Vicks on her feet and stuff. That is such a cute scene, and it's such a nurturing scene, and Catherine Hahn is, like, very emotional in it. Um, and I loved that scene and I thought it was really interesting and I thought we were going to go somewhere more like that way. If they had could have just continued to have like a good friendship and there could have been like, I don't know, there could have been like whatever. Yeah. I mean, we've already said it, but the movie just loses me when they stop treating McKenna like a person because yes. the movie stops treating her like a person yes. and the characters. In official summaries that I've read, yeah, because uh, I read those to help prepare for this, uh, Catherine Hahn, everything I read said Catherine Hahn was shocked, not at the guy being involving her, but at Catherine Hahn seeing her, McKenna, do the work. Mm. Which makes a little more sense, like, afterwards. Yeah. But the problem is, is that, as you said, that's not what happened. Yeah. Catherine Hahn is clearly shocked, not by what McKenna does, yeah. but by the guy being a creep during the process. She basically bit off more than she could chew. She wanted to do something exciting, and that was it was too much for her. Well, no, I, I don't accept that. What do you mean? I Catherine Hahn didn't do anything wrong. The guy was the bad person there. Yes. He, she made it clear she was just there to watch. But she also could have freaked out just from watching, just by being in that situation. Yes, but, but they I didn't. agree. He... And if they if she had, yeah. then the movie would have made more sense. That would have made more sense too. So, but You're the right. fact is they, he, in, they he involved her and that That 
what it looked. That's what freaked her out. Yeah. Like, she was clearly uncomfortable. Yeah. But that was just, like, she wanted to be uncomfortable. She wanted to try something. Yeah. But when he involved her, like, crossed the line. Yeah. And if they had just hadn't included that, like, they just had her freak out, like, ugh, not for me. Yeah. Then that would have made a little more sense. It wouldn't have made it good. Yeah. But it wouldn't have made it more sense. No, you're right. But, yeah. Let's talk about Jane Lynch and her scenes. Because... She plays, like, a... She a plays this type of character a lot. I... As you know, I'm in social work. Yeah. And that's not... I don't think this was an actual... I don't know if they said this was a psychologist or a therapist. I think they said therapist. Okay. Uh, so, I don't think we're, like, the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I want to just legally add that out there before I say what I say. Yeah. But... I was so mad at these therapy sessions <laughs> because just objectively, she did so much wrong. Oh, no. Like, ugh, we spent so much time exploring, like, self-disclosure yeah. in social work and how it's really difficult to do and you have to be very careful because mm-hmm. you can easily turn it into a therapy session about yourself. Yeah. And then she just does that she every does that session. Time, yeah. And it's like, I understand it's for comedy. Yeah. But it frustrates me, just as, like, a social work student, yeah. being like, you're doing that wrong, Jane Lynch. Uh, freaking TV show and movie therapists are always awful. Yes. They're always so bad. They're always, like, um, I was just watching, uh, You, and in the first season, there's this therapist, uh, that two characters go to, and he, without asking, just start he just starts smoking weed in the middle of their consultation and he's like don't worry i have like a thing and it's like even if you do you can't just start smoking in an enclosed space with your client like at the very least ask but i don't even think you should do that just wait maybe till they're not there you know no no uh all my like Social work alarm bells are going off right now. And, like, every time Jane Lynch was on, yeah. all those alarm bells would go off. Yeah. And, well, except for the one time she says, I kept copious notes. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. good. That's right. Although, she, I don't know. She, is... We never see her taking notes. No, she has, like, the book in front of her, I think. Oh, okay. Anyway, that doesn't matter. I believe her taking notes. And you can take notes right after a meeting, too, in circumstances. But <sighs> she was such a... Bad therapist. Bad therapist. It was distracting. Yeah. And then Catherine Hahn calls her out for being a bad therapist. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And this could just be a social work thing. Yeah. Which is important to add because social work would be more hesitant to say this. Yeah. Than other fields, I think. But again, I'm not an expert. But then after Catherine Hahn is like, hey, I don't want to see you anymore. Therapy's bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Jane Lynch is like, no, 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 you need to see me a lot more. Mm. Which it's like, well, if Catherine Hahn doesn't want to see you, yeah, then she probably doesn't want to see you. Yeah, that's fair. What? Ugh. I'm just mad. Also, I could tell that this was the type of movie role yeah. where Jane Lynch did it because it was like one day of filming. Yeah. Because it's very different from the rest of the movie. 
where it's all in this one office, and Jane Lynch basically wears the same thing every time. Same hair and makeup. That was the thing, too, was the, uh, they used a lot of natural, or like, what's the word for it? In a lot of scenes, it at least looked like they didn't light the scene. Like, they just used the lights that were there. Yes. Um, and I think I hate that. I didn't notice or care. Okay. I think I hate it. I I can't tell if I hate it or not. It felt... I don't know. Maybe it's fine. I, I can't tell what I think of it. I, I that... noticed, though, and it was weird. Some scenes were really ugly because of it. Yeah, probably. I don't know. They probably didn't have the budget for big lighting, so they were like... So they just decided to use natural lighting. Yeah. Is it, I don't know. It's a weird decision. It's very unusual. It's unusual, but it's probably very cost effective for this movie, which would have had to spend all its money elsewhere. Yeah. Um, the other weird thing about this movie is the... Well, is it weird? I don't know. Uh, they make... They talk about kids a lot, but we hardly ever see her kid. And then there was like a weird point when she was really drunk where she was really upset that everyone else was going to have two kids. And she only had one kid. Well, she chose to have one kid. Exactly. So it's like, if you want another kid, have another kid. I think she regretted that choice. She could still have another one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I think it was just Catherine Hahn being in pain. Yeah. Okay. They, like, just That's went fair. back to the broad thing of she was in pain because she kind of feels like a failure as a mother and a failure in work because she she keeps trying things that aren't working and also, aren't succeeding. Was it a fan of the opening monologue? I don't even remember what the opening monologue was. She's talking about how um, how dare I feel sad when women in wherever need to walk however long to get water. Oh, yeah. And then she starts talking about how they get, like, raped on the way. Like, a lot of times. And it's uh, it's off-putting. There's something that feels gross about it. I think it's supposed... It's a joke. It's a joke? It's like, it, obviously, it's supposed to be, like, a humorous scene in the sense of Catherine Hahn's like, hey, I'm sad. But, like, why am I sad? There's people who have it way worse. And yeah. she, like, says the absolute, one of the absolute <sighs> worst situations you can be in. Yeah. I understand, though. It's. It feels very outdated. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a, a weird early 2000, or early YouTube era joke. Yeah. But, uh. Like, like weird. That type of humor isn't very, uh. It doesn't age super well. Yeah. So I get it. Uh, like, I could tell it was a joke. So I don't know. I wasn't off put by it existing. I just was like, okay, interesting choice to start. Yeah, it was a weird movie. And it it's one of those movies, too, where it's like, pisses me off. Because I feel like there was potential there. There was, like, potential for a cool story. Yes. And it's almost like they decided to do a more boring one. <laughs> like, yes. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it was a, such a weird decision to be like. Now the writer. Now the writer and the director are the same person. Uh -huh. And I'm guessing they also 
Uh, hold on, I'm just actually checking something, I think. While they didn't produce it, uh, they bas- it does seem to be that the writer-director had complete control over this. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing they had... This would have benefited from like a strong producer being like, hey, what if we rework this story a bit before we film to make it focus on certain things more? Yeah. But no. This seems like it was someone's story, and no one was allowed to change it. It was interesting seeing uh, Ted Mosby in something. Oh yeah, he played he played a good he played a good average husband character. Yes, like that was his character, and I bought it. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is about that actor. Yeah, but he is very good at playing. That I don't say this rudely. Like an average man. Yes, he yeah. plays very generic man. Yeah. He's just very good, which is good, but he also blends in because generic man. Yeah. But that's like what he's supposed to do. Although, I know him from one other role now. I know him from three things. Yeah. How I Met Your Mother, Afternoon Delight, and then that Hunter show on Prime. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there, he plays like an eccentric character who wears disguises all the time. Oh, yeah. Which is just, like, very different from this one. But also there, he surprisingly blends in very well. Yeah. This actor just blends in, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's what the movie asks of him. But yeah, it was cool seeing him in something. Um, I liked him bonding with the other bro dads. That's what I was going to say. I really liked that he had, like, close friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like a random thing they didn't really need to have. But it was, like, nice. It was sweet. All the dads are bros. Yeah. Like they, and it's clear like they're all the other husbands. And also, Keegan Michael Key was in this. Yeah, he was. That was random. It, but I know it must have been like early, earlier career before he was a big name. Yeah, that's true. Because he probably was just on his uh, comedy show still. There's also this weird repetitive joke about. Um, There's this one mom um, who isn't kosher, but they think she's kosher. And then everyone just, like, makes fun of her for being kosher, which is it was just, like, a weird joke again. Maybe it was 2013. But I did like the mom's comeback, because when Catherine Hong gets really drunk, she goes on a bit of a anti-Semitic. Was it? Yeah. Is pretty... Well, Catherine Hahn's Jewish. Is she? And, like, everyone, I think, is Jewish in this movie. Okay, so they're just mad at her for being too Jewish. I, it's, like, think of it in the context of, like, a Christian person. Yeah. Who's, like, they have to go to church every Sunday for, like, the full sermon. Uh... And, like, they only wear a skirt. It was kind of that yeah. okay, type so of energy. She, like, makes fun of the girl for being, like, too intense. And then um, she kind of apologizes later when she's sober and i really i did really like that actress's little speech um and she kind of neither accepts or like fully denies the apology but she like doesn't let her feel completely better for being an asshole you know what i mean yeah so i like that scene yeah (sighs) yeah it was good uh there was that asshole mom there was the organizing mom. Yeah. Real Karen vibes. Oh, she wasn't that bad. No, she wasn't a full Karen. She's a lot better than a Karen, but 
She has that vibe. She, yeah, she's just intense. She's intense and she's like an organized leader. Yeah. So, oh. She, that's like a very specific character. She does a good job with it. That's not her normal character either. I don't know who that woman is. She normally plays very quirky characters. Oh. Well. She's normally the quirky, the quirky friend or the quirky coworker, And she's like so quirky and she says a weird thing. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. And yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we can think of. No. Uh, well, let's talk about how well we think Catherine Hahn did. So it is Catherine Hahn month. I, Catherine I know, Hahn we're did starting a, off with a bad one. Well, we didn't know Hahn. that. We but, didn't know it. But I will say, Catherine Hahn did a good job in this movie. She always does a good job. Yes. She's great, and she's glowing, and she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Okay, so there's this one scene where she comes to the kid's party in that yellow shirt, and she looks so good. And everyone tells her, oh, my God, you look great. And I was so excited that people were saying she looked great. <laughs> But there's this one scene earlier in the movie, which made me so mad at the husband. Because it's such a stupid thing to say, and I was so mad at him. Ugh. Okay. Gavin Hahn is like, they're like getting ready for a dinner or something. And she's there in like her underwear and tights. And he says, like, what does he say? He's like, go put some clothes on. Uh... Men rob banks in those or something. <laughs> First of all, don't tell your wife slash Catherine Hahn to go put clothes on in that tone. That's rude. Okay. I I want to say all, before you what? were saying that, I think that was maybe just a bad read on his part. That's yeah. how I interpret it. And the it's like the director should be like, hey, be a little funnier. Because I feel like that was meant to be fun. Like, hey, maybe, go put some clothes on. Yeah, maybe. People rob bank in those. But also, like, that's such an annoying, that's such, t women wear tights all the time, and you're gonna re, you're gonna re-characterize them? They're tights first, and bank robbing things second. You can't just call tights, like, bank robbing masks. Like, that's so annoying to me. Like, it's so annoying that he co-opted tights for bank robbing. Yep, I, I... Uh, yeah, it made me really that. mad. Like, it's not even a big deal. It just pissed me off. I was like, how dare you? Those are tights. I wear those all the time. And they're tights. You guys took them for bank robbing. We made them for tights. Yep. <laughs> I just didn't think about it that hard. But I'm glad you have a strong opinion. It made me mad. But yeah, it is a... It could have been a really interesting movie. And to me, it started out really interesting. But Catherine Hahn is great in it. That's all that matters for Catherine Hahn, Mom. She's always great. Yes. I wonder if we'll ever find a bad Catherine Hahn movie this month. Like where she's bad? Like, yeah. I don't know if we will. But I'm excited to keep exploring <laughs> as we continue with Catherine Hahn Month. So thank you everyone for listening to today's yeah, episode. What? I like I like how we like hardly ever said it was spooky months, but we're said Catherine Hahn month. Like... This is so much more serious. Also, we gave up for one week in spooky month. <laughs> one week in spooky month got changed because I made you do an episode on drag race. Uh, okay, do our outro. Ugh, but I had such a nice transition before. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Friends at Film Camp. Uh, we'll see you next time at the campfire. 